Kidoki, welcome to Nocturnal Journal on WGN. This may be the most people we've had in, in the studio since we've been to the new place, but um, this is an event that was, I guess, coordinated by Public Narrative. Yes. Uh, so we have, uh, I'm just going to have people introduce themselves, but Jamira Alexander, Jamira. Your co- Jamira, and you're co-president yes. of Public Narrative, and we have students from Scherz High School, and this was on March 26th, I have in my notes, you guys had a panel. Uh, with other journalists, mm-hmm. I came out there. Mm-hmm. So tell me how that all got started, why that happened. And then we've got some students to talk about, in their own words, yes. why we why we did this. Yes, so myself and uh, my co-president, Susie Schultz, we participated in a panel at um, Strengthening Chicago's Youth and got an opportunity to meet Catherine Moran, who um, introduced herself after the event and reached out to say that, you know, the panel that Susie and I were a part of was basically to talk about media's impact on um, violence here in Chicago. And Catherine was interested in bringing that very talk to the school um, so we connected and talked through what would that even look like um, prep the students to really talk about some of their ideas behind how their school is framed in the media what do they want to see different about it um, and then just really like what are next steps what steps can they take and so we were able to use this as an opportunity to really educate them on media literacy news literacy um, and Catherine has just been phenomenal she and Dee have been just phenomenal in um, coordinating with the school and allowed us to come out and have some dialogue with the students. Okay, before we get to Catherine, talk about what Public Narrative does. Yes, absolutely. So Public Narrative, we are an organization, a 30-year organization that works with journalists and community organizations to help both understand each other better. Um, We consider ourselves like matchmakers between journalists and community um, to help journalists tell the story better, help community understand the story that is then told. Um, So this was just an ideal um, event to, to really host for for the school. And Catherine, Thanks for thanks for coming down. Well, thanks for inviting me. Um, so, how'd you find Public Narrative, and then how'd you put the wheels in motion for this? Um, I uh, was at a Lori Hospital Children's Event, strengthening strengthening youth, mm-hmm. um, and I was um, helping host uh, the educational uh, discussion at this event. And um, one of the things that kept coming up was how do we keep the discussion going and how do we get this in the schools and how do we um, connect with students. So I had just walked up to Jamera and I said, you know what, I have a perfect high school (laughs) and maybe we can work something out here and um, continue the discussion and loop students in and get their voice Mm -hmm. because these kids know more than most people realize and I would like to see students get more um, coverage and have their voices heard more than they are you know nowadays (laughs) does that make sense (laughs) absolutely okay and I was impressed Um, I was there I want to say maybe there were at least 40 students there that day March 26th was it I remember it yeah there's so many things I took away from listening to you guys. I'm going to have you talk about it. Just introduce yourselves as you talk before you start talking. But um, ownership and pride and, and how your school and your neighborhood is portrayed in the media. That's about four questions in one. But who wants to start with that? And we can break it down. Yeah, go ahead. And say who you are. All right. Um, 
Do I introduce myself here? Yeah. Introduce right, my name is Ricardo Solano, uh, and uh, I'm a senior at um, Carl Scherz High School. And, yeah. Yeah, and to talk about the image uh, of oh, your well, school I and mean, why you um, wanted to participate in this. Well, I mean, you, I just want to show, like, the true colors that the school offers. I mean, it's it's like, it offers a lot of things. And in my opinion, it's like, we get the wrong idea of when they hear Scherz High School. I know we had a bad reputation, but... um. Within my four years, I've kind of learned a lot. You know, I came from a hard background. Um, like, I was, you know, I'm going to be honest. I was, like, kind of uh, uh, hard-headed, and I didn't really, like, you know, when I heard of high school, it was, like, fool around here and there. But, like, the um, the staff and, and then the things that the school, like, the opportunities they gave me, like, sports and these clubs, I took advantage of it. Like, you know, I've done all these things, and it kind of made me a new person, you know? And it's, like... I don't know how I can, you know, I like to thank everyone that did it. And um, I don't know how to say it, but, like, uh, it kind of, like, shows what, what type of school they are, you know? It's not a school where it's, like, just for the education, you know? They want you to become successful. They want you to, like, be the type of person you want to well, be. Well-rounded. Yeah, yeah well-rounded, right, yeah. yeah. Was there an incident on February 25th, 2019? Was, this, was that a galvanizing thing for this? Talk about what happened then. and Did that, did that take this to another level for you guys? Well, I mean, it kind of... What happened? Um, was it, like, the the issue that... No, there was a shooting. shooting. Yeah, the yeah, shooting. no, no, yeah. no, the, yeah, Emmanuel. Like, it was, it was, it was hard, because, I mean, yeah, it's, it's like, you know, he was, uh, he was a kid, he was just like us, you know? And it's like, um, you know, it, it was hard, because it's like, what if it was us, you know? And it, it was, like, scary, because we, we worried about their school, and then it's like, you know, we, we were like a... How can I say it? we care about each other? How far was that from campus? Um, from the shooting like, yeah. th th that occurred. Um, well, because I work at the you know Mariano's Cuban restaurant, and it was like five minutes away from like real, literally it's like where intrinsic area that is. Not when I say intrinsic, but I mean more like around um, Pulaski and uh, Belmont. Yeah. And how did you guys feel that was portrayed in the media? This I is mean, stuff I heard at the yeah at the yeah. Panel. I mean like. I'd say, like, give more information about where the area and the community land on, like, the incident landed on, more, like, leave where the air, like, you know, schools or, like, you know, because, I mean, like, they got nothing to do with it, you know? It, it, it's something that happened outside of the school, not near, like, not within the school, because, I mean, it, it'd be a whole different thing. And I feel like it sets off a wrong idea of, like, you know, throwing out a school, like, our school, and there was a whole picture of a whole different school. And it's, like, it wasn't even near the area, you know? I thought it was real interesting. One exercise, uh, Jamaira, when you asked, they went around the room and asked, uh, and we'll do it right now, where you guys uh, get your media, where you get the news. Mm -hmm. And, of course, radio was <laughs> radio was one. I don't know. It was Nocturnal Journal. But, yeah, so talk about, we'll go, say who you, your name and then where you get, where you get your news sources. Uh, I'm Lola Marchese, and I get my news sources from a um, bunch of places like ABC News, WGN, CNN, all sorts of places. Same thing? Name and... Oh, yeah. 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 Say I mean, your name again. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, Ricardo Solano. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I get my news sources from everywhere, from, like, social media, WGN, Fox. I mean, not really Fox, but, like, um, you know, ABC News. Like, well-reliable sources where I can, you know, kind of trust. Same thing? Hi, my name is Alexis, and um, I get my news from... 
Oh, well, I didn't say my last name, did I? Uh, Alexis Carrasco. I get my news from uh, Univision, uh, ABC, Twitter, just anywhere I could get my news from. So okay. I could get informed. My name is Julian Sansa. I usually get my news from social media as well, WGN, CNN, any alerts I get on my iPhone. That's oh, that's good. <laughs> so, Jemaya, do you talk to them? Do you talk to, uh, do you do this to other schools? I don't know the answer to that. Or is this... A, is this a new thing or so this is a new thing for us at public narrative um initially i started a, a program called hashtags and handles and working with youth to teach them how to protect their digital footprint and as a way of expanding that um that project we once Catherine came to us it's like this is ideal for this to really like loop in uh, news literacy with media literacy um, and so we're talking actually with CPS about expanding this across uh, the district okay we're gonna take a break I'm gonna keep you guys um, after uh, the, the 10 o'clock news already Wow and um, I want to talk something to think about is uh, how to hold journalists accountable and how to hold community members accountable mm -hmm. so we can talk about that when we get back so don't go away on nocturnal journal on WGN <laughs> Welcome back to Nocturnal Journal on uh, WGN. That's Yo-Yo Ma when he was at Carl Schur's high school two years ago. Yep. And uh, Dee, Dee Barrett, you were there? Yes, yes Just talk was. a little bit about... Uh, sure. Yeah, he we played were, there. He did. He actually came and spent the entire day at the school with the students, um, working with the orchestra, with the band. And then there was a concert, a culminating concert at the end of the day um, by the Civic Orchestra, I believe. And he thoroughly enjoyed himself so much at the school that they had to hold the curtain at the CSO for his performance that night because he was late. Now, so it was it was a beautiful thing to hear. You guys probably weren't there. That was two. How many of you? How many of you were there? What was that like? And say who you are again. Julian Santa. Yeah. It, uh, it was pretty nice. It was like uh, us students, we don't listen to that type of music. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> it's First time we played him on the station. It's just the way he looked like he had fun. I had no idea who he was until I researched him and what type of person he was and what type of like music he studied and how he orchestrates it. So it was like pretty interesting. I got to witness somebody who was very famous for that type of music style and not knowing who he was, I enjoyed myself. Watching. Let me say something. Um, you know, you don't have to have been there and understand some of the things he says and, and how he's still in the news. He played a concert just this week uh, at the U.S.-Mexico border in Laredo, you know, and he urging the people who came to that concert not to build walls. And he talked about, I'm going to get into your life at school. He told the people who came to that concert, uh, you know, that he's lived his entire life at the borders and between cultures. What do you see that at your school? What's it like at your school to live in that type of world and 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 know people who are different than you? And don't all answer at once. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you want to take that, Lola? You... Um, I don't know if I know how to answer that one. Uh huh. Uh, I I can answer it. For okay. You. Okay. So Lola's my daughter. And um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah putting <laughs> her in Shures, a lot of people gave me a hard time because they're like, "Why would you put her at Shures?" Because it's there's a rumor. It's I mean, it's got the perception of being a gang-infested school, which is not true. And she is Caucasian, and a lot of the there's 
uh, Hispanics, African Americans, and people were like, "You're you're putting her into a situation which she's not going to be able to adjust to," and she's come out just fine and she's made friends and realized that nobody's different than her and she's had a really good time at the school so it's it's you know she's she's got she's had a cultural um eye-opening I've, I've, yeah, yeah i've always had that yeah. Yeah. Uh, majority of the schools that i've grew up in i've never i've never grown up in an all-white school like that just wasn't i mean i don't even know if i switched over to a school i don't even know how i would adjust to that now knowing that I, I like being around diversity. I'm very, I'm very open with so many people, and I love, I love a majority of the people at my school. And it's, it's nice to, ha- it's nice to have diversity. Do you see that, Jamira, in your, um, in, in work you do? And, Absolutely. And, um, we, we celebrate all ethnicities. So one of the projects that our hashtags and handles project falls under is our ethnic and community media project. And that's one where we're working with uh, journalists who write for uh, Polish speaking communities, Korean speaking communities, um, African Americans, um, Hispanic Americans, we Asian Americans. We are really um, a diverse organization because we all reflect the public narrative. So to be able to initiate something like like this at a school as diverse as, she, as Shores was really, really special. Um, we we stand be, we stand behind the concept of you know we all occupy public space you know and and our age doesn't separate us our nationalities don't separate us um, our belief systems don't necessarily separate us uh, we have to find a way of finding common ground and in doing so you know it comes with conversation it comes with storytelling it comes with understanding the backgrounds and our different experiences and really being able to celebrate those I teased uh, before the break about the two questions I want to ask you guys and I think we talked about this at the panel when I was there is how do you hold journalists accountable and again, you've guys got first firsthand experience of the things that have happened with you. And then, how do you hold your neighbors and the community members accountable? Do you want Do you want to tackle that? Uh, well, I think. And you're introduce uh, yourself again. Yeah, my name is Alexis Carrasco. Yeah. And um, well, honestly, I think that uh, holding journalists accountable, uh, like from what we learned from our experience with right. uh, through the little interview and the uh, story we had with them. Um, we can't always hold them accountable, but when we can, it's what makes, we got to make sure that we make a difference through what we're trying to tell them. We can't just automatically demand stuff from them or assume bad from them. We have to realize that they don't always get the information and they try the best to bring us the information that we need to know to understand what's going on with the stories. But at the same time, uh, I feel like maybe they should just take a little bit more time to like realize what's going on. Because, uh, as I mentioned in the last time, um, they were showing pictures of a whole different school, Intrinsic, on uh, Belmont. But they were saying, sure, it didn't make sense for them to show pictures of Intrinsic and then blame Shurs. It yeah. kind of didn't make sense for us. Yeah. I was very impressed, and uh, we can talk about this um the ownership and the pride. I mean, I went through high school, but the ownership and, and the pride I saw that day. Can you talk? Where does that come from? I mean, that, that, I was really impressed with the turnout and the way you articulated your feelings and stuff. That was, that's why I wanted to do this segment. Um, I think it just comes from our experience and what we do for this school. Um, we each do something for the school. Uh, Julian, uh, football team, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Ricardo. Uh, me and him both, we do student council. Uh, everything. Everything, yeah. <laughs> we do everything as, as much as we can. We do, um, well, ROTC. Well, yeah. one of us yeah. did before. Um, I've, been, I've been doing student council for four years. I'm grateful. Uh, that It's changed me so much. I've gone from just some random kid who wouldn't care about the school to, like, I care about this school a lot. Like, I really do. I mean, these four years changed me a lot, and I'm thankful for all the opportunities that it's given me. The fact that it's given me the chance to be here, too. Talk about the animal rescue stuff. Oh, yeah. I thought I was impressed <laughs> with that. Yeah, so um, oh, not too long ago, it was back in uh, December, I took um, a couple of my fellow classmates to uh, down to CACC, the animal shelter in the city of Chicago. And we were able to do um, reading with dogs, and we were able to get students to connect with animals and teach compassion and find that connection, especially with shelter animals, because they are neglected. These dogs are thrown into these pounds. And for us to go down, we were able to realize, um, able to get a sense of like, realizing like oh we need to connect with these things we need to realize what's going on in our city and by working with animals you're able to develop feelings and compassion for creatures that are not living in ideal situations right now okay we're going to take a break we talked about the the media and the way the media is portrayed do any of you ever want to be in the media would you like would you like to do radio someday yeah. Okay. So the hang around the studio. We're going to bring in our next guests, and um, you can uh, we can interview them together. Okay. All right. So don't go away on Nocturnal Journal on WGN. <laughs> 